The information on this show is not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. All content contained on the show is for general information purposes only. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from or through this show with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. Thank you and enjoy the show. High noon to you folks. So good to be with you. My name is Matthew Dark. This is the Matthew Dark Show. Show number three, actually, on the comfy, comfy airwaves of St. Simon's Islands. We're so blessed to be here. WCGA 1100 every noon Saturday, one hour program. So we appreciate your attention to the show. Reach out to the show if you need. The Matthew Dark Show at gmail.com. We will be newslettering. Our nutritionist here at Roots Medical, and I'll get more into Roots Medical. I have sort of a story there, a dilemma now. Uh, you'll see the exact attack that these institutions, these regulatory agencies, licensure agencies, they're coming. They came after us. I'll tell you that story and how that's developing and how that's going to cause significant issues uh, to at least some 200 patients that we know about. Uh, but just do the multiple. This is not a pity party for us. This is, in fact, what's happening systematically across the country. FLCCC.net is a wonderful resource for you as a patient, uh, you as a citizen who simply wants to say, I'm not ready for a shot yet, but I'm not willing to go out with any protection. FLCCC.net still provides everything you need from the protocol, protocols, provider directory, you name it. Their legal resources, how to get a religious exemption filled out correctly and submitted. We actually had a patient, their religious exemption was denied. I'm trying to understand how they could question one's faith enough to say, nah, it's not going to meet our standard, but um, come back with something else. This isn't going to, I don't understand how that's possible. They'll actually formulate the legal approach to that religious exemption, signed by a pastor, whatever it is. They'll follow the rules. FLCCC.net, a huge resource. The doctors, their their work is to be honored. Reach out to them, follow them, stay with them. They're saving us. They're saving souls every day. Those providers that have joined that network and joined the fight. And this is a fight, folks. They're coming for your children next. We're going to get into some NIH uh, spiel, talk, bureaucratic nothingness, talking about how now 5 to 11-year-olds. Now, I want to make sure we understand this. 5 to 11-year-olds is the next category they're coming. Don't worry. They're coming for your infants, too. Maybe over Christmas, that will be a good way to uh, break in the new year with your six-month-old. I have a feeling that's kind of the timing they want because they want to go 5 to 11 right now. Now, 5 to 11-year-old is actually at far more risk getting driven to school, dying in a car accident than they ever would be of dying from COVID, the virus. We know that. That's not even a, a silly argument. They're winning. Children are defeating the virus at some 99.8, blah, 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 and on percent. And we're going to do a vaccine. Now, this isn't, you'd think, well, this is certainly then they've adjusted it for children and it's got some different ingredients in it. And I'm sure this one's toned down kind of like that nice little bowl of vanilla ice cream, couple sprinkles on top. Most people are probably thinking it's like that. No, it's not like that at all. It's a third dose, same stuff into your child who was already going to survive this anyways. We've talked about the flu numbers. Flu's, flu kills children at twice the ring, twice the clip. Flu kills our children. It's n not a comparison. No flu vaccine. No zero flu vaccines mandates. Zero, not not once. So when they talk about oh well, that mand mandates have been a thing for let me tell you right now, our children are not vaccinated. Our children, well, I should say our our oldest child had a vaccine injury very early, uh, lost feeling in the leg, numbness in the leg, paralysis in the leg, drugged that leg around for several days. Uh, the pediatrician would not commit to that. 
See, the beauty about all these vaccine makers is that whether you go paralyzed or nothing happens to you at all, it doesn't matter. There's nobody paying that bill for the loss of your normal life. Sorry. It's one of those risks. You took one for the team and we appreciate that. Now you're on your own. That's disgusting and disgraceful behavior coming out of supposed FDA, CDC, Dr. Fauci, uh, the NIH, China. Anybody still believe the bat soup thing? Thinking that this one little, I go, guess, little pod of bats carried this pandemic in them. They've disappeared. You know, they've never caught that bat. I heard them try to go as far as to say, okay, it did come from the Wuhan lab, but it was simply a worker in the lab that had eaten the bat soup and happened to work. It's just a coincidence. Another coincidence. I don't believe in coincidences actually at all. Zero. I don't think one exists in society. But they'll have us believe or led us to believe that this was just a oopsie daisy, a son of a gun bat soup. You know, they have a craving for it. You know, they can't get enough of it in China. And it slipped into the country. Notice how it didn't spread throughout China, made its way everywhere else. But they were able to keep that sucker out of China, right? Just, a, you know, a million people for China to lose, that's nothing. Look what happened. Look at what's happened. You've got Joe Biden. There's some wonderful talk going on too. Uh, some Ted Cruz clips that we'll get to from this week as well. Um, I'm still stunned. 35 states have voter ID but we've just magically invented Texas's law and these same Georgia laws, right? Accused of lost your all-star game because of got to show an ID. I can't think of a single thing of substance that I can go do without some kind of ID. I, you know, you'll never convince me that the sun is blue. You know, it's yellow shades of orange and it can look red, but blue is not. They want us to believe blue is actually a potential color of the sun on any given day. You hear the, a lot about the world climate the word climate crisis just so casually slipped in. Like you, you understand this is a crisis and we have to do this immediately. And, um, you know, should have been, should have stayed on horseback this whole time. And look at what we've done to the world. They'd have you believe this is a crisis, not the Afghani despicable exit, not this open border, some 250,000 pouring in a month, every month, taking on some 3 million lower income, how does a kid who, who's coming over here at 14, how does he join American schooling? How do you do that at 14 when you don't know English, you, don't, you haven't even had schooling? What grade do you go in? You can't go into American fourth, uh, 14, what is that, a sophomore? Can't do that. Freshman? You're not a freshman in high school. You don't speak English. You, don't, you have no schooling. You have no mathematics. Not the child's fault, but the country he came from didn't have that education. So what do you do? Put a 14-year-old and a 9-year-old in third grade? That doesn't work. There's no way the person is going to catch. See, we're not importing the Einsteins of every single country around the world. That needs to be made very, very clear. There's going to be some good people that get over here. There's no doubt about it. There's going to be some monsters and some maniacs and some killers in there too. And I'm sorry, one's too many. You know you know how they always argue that oh, you got to get rid of the death penalty because executing one innocent man is just, it's unspeakable. And I agree. I could imagine being executed for something you truly didn't do. But unfortunately with the border kind of have to apply the same standards. I know there's going to be a lot of good folks running in here, but because we don't have to take them on and about 10% of them are probably going to be a problem for society, better just go the old fashioned way, apply. It might take a couple of years, but we'll get you through. And then you'll become a regular member of society and you'll love it here. But not at, you know, 25 year old males just sort of drifting across the border. For me, that just sort of has an icky, yucky, nasty touch to it, feel to it. Doesn't feel right at all. 
feels like you ever see a male at a daycare center or a male maid? It doesn't feel right at all. They're not welcome, actually. You know, you're not supposed to have male babysitters. We've learned that through history. So this classic 25-year-old single male coming over here, and again, this is hitting the lottery for these people. I mean, when you step into the United States with a government sort of credit card and a government status and the expectation that in 20 years you'll still be voting for this stuff, we've entirely changed a country. Yeah, I guess that's the goal. And if you get stomped on and rolled over in the meantime, no problem, uh, because it keeps this little pocket of about a thousand bureaucrats fat and happy and rich and powerful and drunk on all of it. It's disgusting and disgraceful. They're supposed to be these civil servants and they're just despicable monsters. Got a clip from Nancy Pelosi talking about how, she turns out she was talking about Donald Trump, but how dangerous he was to the world, how deadly he was to the United States. And then you look at this train wreck, this eight-month, nine-month train wreck that's gone on here. 81 million people? You tell, no way. Don't believe it. Can't believe it. Will never believe. 81 million people? 81 million people have a lot of explaining to do. He lied to you, he betrayed you, and now he's hurting you. Your children, to go to public schools, I can almost promise you by the end of this year, this 5 to 11, one-third dose with boosters. Now, mind you, some of these people that are getting the vaccine, they are up to like nine, excuse me, three doses in nine months. Okay, so they're not lasting even three months at a time. I, I don't understand how then, okay, so another three next year. This poor old man's up to 12 shots and he's only 68, but he's been following this FDA protocol. This is just despicable. We're coming up against it, folks. I want to get into the Roots Medical sort of issue. I want to get into some of this border talk, the whips, the chains, the jokes, the lies. Don't go anywhere. It's WCGA 1100, The Matthew Dark Show. You're listening to The Matthew Dark Show, Saturdays at noon, here on WCGA. Early in the process, you still think that we're going to need a booster program for everyone. I'm not sure about absolutely everyone. We'll have to see what they say ultimately about the youngest individuals because of concerns about benefits and risks. But I will be surprised if boosters are not recommended for people under 65 going forward in the next few weeks. But we'll wait and see. You know, Chris, what you're seeing here is science playing out in a very transparent way. This is the way it ought to be. I'm a little troubled that people are complaining that the process isn't working for them. The process is to look at the data, have the experts consider it, and then make their best judgment at that point, recognizing that the judgments may change. Holy cow, NIH Director Francis Collins. That's pretty disturbing, folks. This is moving really, really quick. When he talks about what a good thing this is, it sort of glances over the fact that why on earth, if this thing was worth anything at all, would you need three shots in a period of nine months? Why on earth, or less, would you need that? Why on earth would you give something that's not effective in adults? Why would you give it to children who are surviving COVID and, and in many cases not even aware they have it? At a, an enormous clip. How can this be a normal thinking for anyone? So, so it's not. So then when you get back to this 81 million supposed fans, sycophants, loyalists, just couldn't happen. 
We just saw, not but two weeks ago, week and a half ago, Californians lined up in droves for this. And then not only that, to have it shoved down their throat at that disgraceful movie awards charade, where not a single one of them is in a mask and they're laughing and hooting it up. While you have to schedule appointments with your doctor to get a mask exemption so that your six-year-old isn't having anxiety attacks and flare-ups with bronchitis or their asthma, the on and on list of health ramifications that come from wearing a mask that does nothing. They want to take it another step further and they want to vaccinate that same child. There's a difference between insane and diabolically cruel and wanting to punish. As our Afghani friends, right? We love them. They're new brothers and sisters coming over here in the hundreds of thousands. As they have a voluntary decision on the vaccine, same goes for our new Mexican brother and sisters that come over here in droves. Now, Haiti, we're going to talk about that, the horse whipping, the charade. We're going to rip Al Sharpton here in a moment. And if anybody can email me to the show, thematthewdarkshow at gmail.com, if you can cite one thing that Al Sharpton has ever done for society. Now, we know he's made a lot of money. His greatest score ever was the George Floyd parade, the golden caskets, the five funerals, the parading around. He got a cut of the 27 million. You know that. This is a paid speaker. This is a suck off of the society individual. Looks despicable. The outfits, the hair, the, the words out of his mouth. This is a disgusting human being. The folks in Texas, though, did let him know. Let's actually hear that here. Kids are being sedated at the U.S. border. Why are you not being a voice for the children? From Atlanta, Georgia, New Birth Baptist Church, Reverend Freddie Haynes. Why are you still doing racism where it doesn't exist? Why are you trying to come and promote violence? Why are you here advocating for violence? Why are you here advocating for violence? Del Rio is not a racist city. Del Rio is a loving, caring community. We don't want your racism in Texas. Get out of here. Nobody wants to hear your racist. Amen. They kicked that imposter out of town. Not welcome. It's a lie. They know it. He tried to bring his George Floyd routine, that act, down to Texas at the border. Those were Hispanic citizens, U.S. citizens, in Del Rio shouting that at him. Get your racist conduct. Get your charade out of here. Good for them. He's not welcome there. Imposters like him, AOC, remember the iconic photo? She's crying at the border, the, the fencing, trying to reach a child and just becomes overwhelmed with the emotions. She's in the white and the photo op was beautiful. Anybody believe Who's believing that? This is the same 81 million? Talking about the same 81 million that said Donald Trump's so racist, we'll actually elect the most racist president going back to slave era presidents. They topped it all with Joe Biden. Fact, not fiction. The amount of heartbreak, pain, death, tragedy, one president is responsible for in this short amount of time, it's unprecedented. It's unprecedented, it's a joke. And I think they know it. The reason they continue to go to lunacy extremes is they control the voting. All this stuff in Texas, we'll get to some Ted Cruz stuff. He, he does good. They, it, it's very hard for them to suggest why producing an ID when every single state that does it also has a, hey, you need a free ID, you got a free ID. There's rules, there's laws, it's all approved. Obama era courts approved so many of the 35 states with voter 
by D loss. I don't understand that. Very little. You know, some some purchases with a credit card, I'm retired required to get my driver's license out to prove that I'm the cardholder. Is that racist? Eesh. I didn't think about it that way. I guess it sure could be. They want proof of residency. And a lot of times I have to supply some kind of driver's license, some kind of Excel energy bill. I have to do something. They have to, they ask for proof, I guess. I guess when we have a patient walk in our clinic, we ask for their insurance and their ID and we scan that in as a part of the file. I guess that's not too racist. Nobody has ever said, nope, I don't share my ID with anybody. It's racist if you ask me. Nobody said that once. Not, not, not even close. Seems pretty normal. We know about getting on an airplane. We know about this. But it, when it comes to retaining democratic power, asking for an ID is maybe the most humiliating, offensive, racist thing you could do. See, I don't believe there's actually 81 people brain dead enough to believe any of this stuff. There's no way. But there's a cash feast going on right now if you jump on. I mean, you saw AOC crying once again because her squad didn't want to fund Israel's dome, the Iron Dome. They're in the wrong neighborhood in Israel. There is no doubt about it. The maniacs in that squad, the Talibs, the AOCs, it, stand for nothing, right? Just jump on the cause of the day, bumper sticker of the day, flavor of the day. She she's steps into the camera and pretends to cry because Israel may be better protected today than if they would have got their way. And it was just, yeah, unleash on Israel and destroy. I mean, it's just, these are disgusting people. These are not normal people. These are mentally ill people that have conned people below them, lesser skilled maybe more susceptible to manipulation. They're called sycophants. These are narcissists. These are out of controls. These are people that don't see you as anything other than a means where you're in my way. I heard crocodile tears to describe uh, AOC's heartfelt reaction to not getting the, for for Israel get the billion dollars funding. (laughs) That's not a soul, human with a soul. It doesn't happen that way. Why would you wish for that? Have a hard time believing she was really heartfelt for those 13 men and women that lost their lives in the exit of Afghanistan. Disgusting, disgraceful once again. I that Those words, I, I can't think, and maybe they don't do them justice. Maybe those words are not justice to some of the conduct that comes out of this party. But because we know it's so radical, so extreme, vaccinating infants, borders open. Tell us it's not, but borders wide open. Voting laws that are supposedly racist. Here, Ted Cruz is on the hill. He's got five witnesses here that have been called before this committee, and he he gets after them. And it's very unusual how they defend why it's racist. You don't actually get an answer, but very little of their stuff you do. So let's roll this one. Uh, I want to start with a question for each of the five witnesses. Uh, In your judgment, are voter ID laws racist? Professor Tolson. Thank you for that question. Um, so it depends. One thing we have to stop doing is treating all voter ID laws as the same. Okay, so your answer, I, I, w- I want to move quickly, so it depends is your answer? Yes, it do- that's my answer. Okay, so what voter ID laws are racist? Apologies, Mr. Cruz, your state of Texas, perhaps? Okay, you, so you think the entire state of Texas is racist. What about requiring an ID to vote is racist? Um, so I think, sir, that's a 
pretty reductive. I'm not saying the entire state of Texas is racist. You just but said my state of Texas. So you tell me what about I the Texas oh, voter absolutely. ID laws is racist. So the fact that the voter ID law was put into place to diminish the political power of Latinos uh, with racist intent and it had been found to You're have racist You're asserting that. Intent, What's your evidence for that? Uh, the, the federal district court that first resolved the constitutionality of Texas's voter ID law. Okay. So your view is voter ID laws are racist. How about you, Mr. Yang? I agree with Professor Tulsa. Voter ID laws can be racist. Okay, that's two. Mr. Sides? There are some voter ID laws that are racially discriminatory in intent. That, how about in, in practice? In intent, I, fine, you, you say there's some racist with, with a malevolent yeah. intent lurking in the back of their mind. But let's just talk about it as a practical matter. When I go to vote, they ask me for my ID. I pull out my ID, I show it to them, I vote. Is that racist? If the law that requires you to do that was motivated by racially discriminatory intent what about the under effect? our set, set constitution. Aside, set aside intent. Set aside intent. I'm that, asking about the effect. Yes, in effect, okay. I think that Ms. there are discriminatory effects from a number of voter ID laws. Okay, thank I'm you, Ms. The, I'm going to give the witness a chance to answer the question. So it depends. If they deem the intent racist, then it's racist. I don't know. Quick break. Coming right back. WCGA. This is the Matthew Dark Show. News, politics, and COVID. The Matthew Dark Show, Saturdays at noon, right here on WCGA. All right, folks, welcome back. Segment number three, Matthew Dark Show, WCGA 1100, safe and cozy confines of St. Simon's Island. We thank you for joining us. We are with you again here. I, keep an eye on this salmonella outbreak. That's an abnormally large scale it's gotten to with no source known, but folks, don't worry. The FDA is on it. All right. They're also on the vaccinating your infant, too. Uh, I did, Speaking of shots, though, I did see there was a Canadian man. They say punched the lights out of a nurse after she gave the booster to, or the vaccine to his wife. Freaked out, punched her. You didn't have my permission. Um, of course, he's arrested. And they were saying there is no law that a spouse has to give consent. But she just... They will, they're not saying if the woman said it was okay or not, the actual victim, the actual patient, the actual woman. Because I can tell you right now, if you snuck up on me and gave me that shot, you it'd be worse than a punch in the face. But that's okay because I have the right to do that because you've now just threatened my life, right? Because we know this things can be a killer. Uh, can be a killer for some and can be just non-effective for others. Meaning worst case scenario is you're going to die of this vaccine potentially. Best case scenario is you'll avoid being the one in five vaccinated people that are hospitalized. Now, remember, if you're unvaccinated, you're the scourge of society that's clogging up hospitals. People can't do transplants and heart surgeries, all the like, because of these fat, slob, ignorant, dumb, Trump-loving, anti-vax losers. It's just not true. It's just not true. Another thing I like to look at is anytime I see a celebrity sort of sudden death, they won't mention the vaccination because, you know, if they're unvaccinated, that's like part of it. Dead celebrity, by the way, top spot, unvaccinated right next to that. So you just have to assume that they were all vaccinated. But, you know, out of the blue strokes, out of the blue heart conditions, out of the blue blood pressure conditions, those are all very common interactions with this vaccine. We've got plethora of stories go on and on, victims 
paralyzed from the neck down, MS at 25. It's not normal. And again, nobody pays the bill for that. But just for giggles, let's see how safe this thing. Let's listen. Dr. Fauci tells us once again, the best is yet to come. As you know, uh, Dr. Fauci, uh, Pfizer says a low-dose coronavirus vaccine is safe for children ages 5 to 11 years old. How big of a game-changer would this be, and how quickly could children in this age group start actually getting vaccinated? Well, the data is going to be presented to the FDA for application of an emergency use authorization. When the FDA looks at that, I'm sure they'll work very quickly to make a determination as officially to its safety and its immunogenicity and efficacy. So I would imagine we're talking at a matter of weeks, possibly by the end of the month, the beginning of next month, because I know the FDA really wants to do it correctly, but they want to do it quickly. Mm -mm -mm. What a sick, sick puppy. I don't think there's any doubt in anybody's mind that this thing will get approved. But ask yourself, why on earth do we need emergency clearance for this vaccine for children? Let me go back to a stat. I, I think we gave this in week one. According to the CDC, the following is true for children under 18 years of age. There are 74 million children in the United States. As of May 1st, 2021, 282 had died involving COVID. 282 in 200, excuse me, in 74 million children is a rate of 0.00038 or one death in every 262,411 children for the entire population. Now, this research, of course, courteous of Dr. Palmer, Dr. Alan Palmer, we had this, some of this material in week one. So think about that for a second. Every child death from COVID is, of course, despicable. I mean, it, I can't imagine this is, yeah. Uh, shame. Now, we know the flu kills twice that. But think about this. They're getting ready to shove this through emergency procedures. The FDA, he said, what did he say? They want to work thoroughly, but they want to be quickly, right? I mean, the biggest thing here is to get this done quickly so we can get this in the shots. Okay, it's a third dose of the same stuff. Mind you, the same stuff that's not working for adults, but we've talked about that. Obviously, we know it's not working. They're getting sick. They're one in five hospitalizations. So we're running around here now with an emergency procedure of the exact same thing that the adults are having, although the children are doing so much better with it. We know that fact, not fiction. These stats are true. They know it. You know it. If every little child in your neighborhood, every other kid on the block was in a hospital right now on a ventilator because of COVID-19, you'd know we have a problem. The vaccine isn't the solution. We know that. It's not preventing spread. It's not preventing infection. And in one in five cases, it's not preventing hospitalization. So, of course, they're going to blame the unvaccinated and that there's 70 million, 100 million fools that just, just, this is all way over their head stuff. They're never going to be able to understand this. But, folks, you have to sit back really, really, really deep in thought, deep in prayer if you need. Are you okay? He said this is all a matter of weeks. Their goal is to have, into the month, it's approved for children ages 5 to 11. You need to really sit with yourself if you're a parent of a small child. If you're even on the fence with that, we got to get you help. This thing is going through a microwave. They're, they have millions and millions of doses of this shot that they simply must get rid of prior to this 2.0 Pfizer vaccine that now covers mutant this, variant this. Are you going to be able to subject your child? Now, they're going to be on the same thing. Remember, they're going to need it about, about three times a year, they're saying. We'll bend over and cave to the teachers' unions. 
Are you okay if at five years old, your child is having, call it one to two vaccines per year, every year, till of course 18, they can't go to public school without it. They'd rather them go off into the scourge of society if they're unwilling to get this shot every year. I mean, this is crazy stuff. I mean, this is not normal behavior from any perspective. That's why the 81 million is such a joke of a number. We'll never believe it. We'll never believe that California signed up for all of this over and over the day after. Whack! Sanctions, lockdowns, mandates. These are sick puppies. These are sick, sick puppies. There is not a choir boy amongst them. The kid's got to wear his mask too. He's going to wear a mask, be vaccinated for his entire life. If you have a five-year-old right now, a six-year-old entering the public school system, there's a very good chance that child does his entire, his or her entire schooling in a mask, receives mandatory vaccination for COVID-19. This is in, mind you, the year 2031 now. They're still demanding this proof of. This is some of the most disgusting behavior you've seen. And you'd have to go back to some pretty ancient five, six, seven, eight hundred years ago to find behavior this barbaric, this ruthless. Stunning. 81 million, Mike. Yeah, I'm sorry. Too much of him just, there's too much of him. So let's not get too down in the trots, but we do know that they're children hungry right now. They're bloodthirsty for kids. I don't know why they thought they could come after people's children. They wouldn't get pushed back. It's a bummer. Although I did think I've heard the first ever compliment or good job from CNN and Dr. Fauci. They actually said Trump did the right thing. I've never heard this. This is, you know, buried in all this mush. They say this. Listen closely. That's really important is that if you vaccinate people who've recovered from getting infected, that you boost up their level of immunity very high, far higher than just plain vaccination alone. So that's the reason why the CDC still recommends that those who've recovered from natural infection still go on and get vaccinated. Yeah, just like uh, the former President Trump, he had COVID, but he still got vaccinated, which is the right thing to do. Uh, the U.S. is Correct. also is also relaxing travel restrictions. I still, though, keep thinking that the my body, my choice people are going to come out of the woodworks and save us all. I don't know how you have that argument ever, ever again. And then the child, so. He's saying, he suggests in that interview as well that you got to be careful on the data for the young men because of the risk of the myocarditis. There's rare, he calls it rare, and really emphasizes the word rare. So the young men have to be careful on that side. The young ladies have to be worried on the fertility side. They will not, the FDA will not come out and say, yes, there is no fertility risk. They won't say that. They don't know. They don't know that. How could you possibly? This came out of a microwave a year ago. The children's version, which is the same stuff. They have a lot of these shots. Don't forget, they were buying some 500 million doses. Just no worries. We're going to ship them around the country. 160, 100 there. All over the country. Now in your arms of your children. Taking a quick break. We're stepping back. Final segment on the road. We'll give you the heads up on Roots Medical. Don't go anywhere. It's WCGA, the Matthew Dart Show. Stay good. Take it away, Matthew. Get on your Saturday with some thought. And of course, we'll get into some action stuff, of course, that we can get going. 
But I must bring you abreast of, to speed up. Now, this is a recent, uh, this is a complaint from the state of Colorado. Dora is the regulatory agency there. Uh, let me set the back story here. My wife and I, Tracy Dark, run Roots Medical. Uh, have so for the last nine years and have been an active participant in the prescribing of ivermectin and treating those that have become infected with COVID. Right? Keep you out of the hospital. That's the goal. Get into the hospital situation. It's a coin flip. Are you going on a ventilator or not? Are they going to give you a treatment that's effective? Most likely. We'll see. There seems to be sort of a predetermined outcome in the hospital's hopes and dreams for those that come in unvaccinated. Now, quick fact, quick check. One in five hospitalizations right now with COVID are vaccinated people. That's not good. That means nothing. We're getting three boosters and one out of five are still getting to the hospital. Who is signing up for that for the rest of their life? So there's an active movement to squash, destroy, end any and all forms of treatment against COVID-19. You never hear anything about treatment. The treatment, the treatment advances, nothing like that. Dr. Fauci, NIH, they never say anything. What they say a lot of, though, is how effective and what a good idea a third booster would be after nine months, eight months. They do say all the time what a great idea it would be to give five-year-old to 11-year-olds a one-third dose to this killer. And it's a killer. And the reason I can say it is I'm in the fortunate enough position. I get to listen to these conversations from pure strangers all over the country every week. And so I get these horror stories. And I think a vaccine injury is about as horror a story as you can come up with. You think you're doing the right thing. You've been lied to and conned to. Emperor Fauci, the Joe Biden mafia. Just do it. Join the team. You don't get anything if you do. We'll take everything if you don't, so just do it, right? That's the Joe Biden, we're in this together America, right? So let me get into this little piece here. So we got this just Wednesday morning, and it's a complaint from the Department of Regulatory Agencies here in Colorado. This is Dora, and it cites an anonymous complaint from another provider. See, here's what I, I hope we can get attention to. You have division in medical, in medicine, in providers like you've never seen before. This is a hot button issue. One of the best calls we get, um, and I guess it's not a great indication of where the society's moving, but they say, I can't do my doctor anymore. I can't do it. I've loved him for 20 years. But his lack of guidance on the vaccine, lack of guidance on treatment, his unwillingness to listen to these things I want to talk about for my care, it's a deal breaker for me. I'm done. They're not going back to their doctor because of their response to COVID-19 and all the political BS that goes with it. Plain and simple. So they come to places that, you know, still believe in patient choice, right of choice. So we get this complaint this week, anonymous, and it turns out that it is actually from a patient of ours that we prescribed ivermectin. His doctor turns out to be a nephrologist, a nurse practitioner also here in the state. She didn't like that we had prescribed that. She didn't like that they had already said no to him and that we did that. They didn't like the fact that this patient screamed at the top of his lungs that this is the care he wants for him. This is what he's researched. This is his decision. This is what he's elected to do. Okay. Why is that now the sole discretion of this one individual's opinion? So this provider that filed the complaint did not like and does not believe in ivermectin at all. The vaccine's the cure-all. Even though our vaccinated are getting three shots and they're still going to the hospital. 
They don't want to hear anything about other forms of treatment. That's why we honor and we always, always, always are consistent with the flccc.net. Their research, their commitment is relentless. We got to speak to one of their lawyers this week as a result of this. flccc.net, they supply that as well to help keep doctors going, providers going that are trying to win this by enough time to get, you hope, at some point, sanity restored to the world. Doesn't look good. Would not hold my breath. Would not cross my fingers. Would not think this is coming anytime soon. These monsters have entrenched themselves deep into this thing and they run around with COVID as if it's killing, you know, one and two adults. Stay in your home. This The attorney said the walls are closing in on ivermectin from a pharmacy perspective, like we're finding out right now with us. So there's an inquiry on our license, an investigation on the license to be figured out in the next 30 days. We'll respond to this, supply all our evidence. All of our evidence is coming from flccc.net and some. So there's no problem there. This patient's own pharmacy checked all of his existing medications, checked them against ivermectin, for contraindication, as a good pharmacist should, as a good provider should, normal, solid medicine, that pharmacy didn't rule anything contraindicated and dispensed it. Provider didn't like that. So provider anonymously files a complaint with Dora stating that blah, 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 this has not been approved by the FDA. Okay. Well, you know what's also not been approved by the FDA? Um, giving transgender drugs to six-year-olds, make them boy, make boys into girls before 10 years old. None of that, all of that is off-label, doesn't say a thing. In fact, and you can blame Republicans for this too, they put a transgender doctor that is actually a huge advocate of child sex change. Trans, transgender, just like it's a normal thing. Governor Newsom, just this week alone, signs into law that a child can hide that information from their parents. So that's really simple what that means. You release your child to the public school and in a, in a state like California, their dream for them, their absolute picture perfect, let's write it down, is about every other teacher in the system is transgender or meeting some qualification that's hot at the moment, flavor of the day at the moment, bumper sticker of the moment. So you put your kid into that school system they're allowed to hide any and everything from you, and the school will assist them in that. And then they have a teaching philosophy that says, yeah, it's totally normal. There are nine or six different sexes. It's totally normal for a man to be a woman, and a man can have a baby. And, you know, these are the follow the science people, and they, they're probably the most ignorant on the subject. Speak awful loud about it. Spew the lie until it becomes true. Go back to the complaint. There's absolutely no reassurance, means nothing, that we ever get our license back. This document, this anonymous complaint from this gutless provider, there's no reassurances that Tracy ever gets her license to prescribe back again. Not a pity party here, but the lawyer also told us those are stories happening all across America every day. Providers are being attacked, vaccine exemptions, mask exemptions. The government is taking names and checking roll. You are not to cross this emperor. That's the theme. That's the messaging. That's why they let two or three million illegal aliens in a year. They can shape that thinking really easy. See, it's really hard to take the 100 million people that say, I reject every form of this. Be wonderful to find a gray area, but there isn't. To like Joe Biden, you got to go along with everything. That the climate is in crisis. That the situation in Afghan was done 
to perfect execution. You'd have to believe all that. You'd have to still step back and say, our border's closed, right? Border's closed, but yet we're accusing officers in Texas of, of using their reins as a whip to these poor Haitians, these poor invaders. Let me tell you right, right now, any person that enters my home uninvited, Haitian, Chinese, white, pink, yellow, I do not care. They're going to get a lot more than a whip. Okay. So you have to apply that. This is a, this is a civilized country with rules and laws up until the Joe Biden era had all those things. Ben Franklin said, you have a republic if you can keep it. I don't think you're keeping this one at this rate. And they, and they don't want to keep it. As long as the thousand bureaucrats that are poised to be wealthier than they ever should be, more powerful than they ever should be, as long as they get theirs, that's really all that matters. Your, your six-year-old that now has some kind of lifelong injury as a result of a vaccine they had no business getting, this have no concern to them. They could care less about that. I hope people really believe that. I don't look at Dr. Fauci for one second, and I know about his $400,000 a year salary. I know he hasn't seen a patient in 40 years. I know all that. I can't look at that guy and think he has my children's best interest in mind. I, I, do you? Please email the show, The Matthew Dark Show, if you think Dr. Fauci right now has your kid's best interest in mind greater than you. And then we're going to seek help for you. Mental illness is correctable. Okay, but you got to want help. got to stop going along with this. So it's an unbelievable situation, one that uh, is early on, but I will certainly keep us up to speed on that. Uh, part of the deal, you know, you know when you're doing the right thing, it's not always the easiest. We know that. We signed up for that. We're proud to do it, continue to do the best we can, serve patients. So Tracy will be on assignment this week. She's actually going to a wonderful Patriot Conference, a bunch of Patriot speakers down in Colorado Springs. I think General Flynn will be part of that group. Uh, wonderful speakers there, though. She will be reporting, and we will have her next week. She's tending to that licensure issue for this uh, for at the moment. Our nutritionist, Jenny Olson, she's also going to be a major show contributor to us going forward here. So we're excited to have her. Uh, Tarek, of course, on the production side. That's the deal. That's the show. Now, get in touch with the show, thematthewdarkshow at gmail.com. Let the station know. What do you need? What are you missing? Like it, don't like it. We need to know. We need to get better for you where we can, and we certainly will we'll aim to do it. Folks, it's been another wonderful Saturday with you. We cherish the time we get. God bless every single one of you there in St. Simon's Island and wherever you're listening around the country. Please, please keep in mind, you take a knee for this one. They'll ask you to come back and do it again the next year. Stay good. Enjoy your Saturday, folks. We'll catch you next week, noon Eastern, right here on WCGA. Good night. The person who's running the executive branch is a deranged, unhinged, dangerous president of the United States. And only a number of days until uh, we can be protected from him. Uh, but he has done something so serious uh, that there should be prosecution against him. <laughs> News, politics, and COVID. 
The Matthew Dark Show, Saturdays at noon, right here on WCGA.